is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control and this news about the new variant has been a uh, an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus. And that's the way that we can control it together. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats, NERVTAG, has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further. And I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public, um, more families, uh, many more families, are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on SAGE, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment for sure. I just say, I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime, so as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behaviour.
after reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. Yeah, in a coup they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Why, folks, you know what that means. St. Arafat, it's Friday, feed the blick day, and uh, I've got a interesting stream. I think if I can manage to get through it, I've seemed to have come down with a very, very sore throat. So uh, I've tried to drug it into oblivion whilst I try and uh, feed, feed the plantation, and um. Yeah, we'll we'll see what we'll see how we get on. See how many hours I can uh, rattle on. And um, what are we going to be doing? Well, you know, uh, follow up on world events. There's been some interesting developments. As I was um, quite upset yesterday uh, at the uh, state of affairs, and you know, um, as the darkness envelops, little lights appear, and we're perhaps seeing one emerge right now. And uh, some surprise, some surprise giga spiral. Um, not too much because uh, it can be a distraction, but we'll take a look and have a laugh at uh, <laughs> the current state of affairs in giga spiral land. And uh, what else was there? Um, yeah, sciencey stuff. That's what you come here for, right? I'm gonna do some science. I'm hopefully going to get to that um, 
Oh, it's like the it's like the peak on the you get to one peak and you're just like oh god more climb and uh the <laughs> i want to do human endogenous retroviruses and their impact on prion seeding um and it's a god it's such a important topic and we haven't touched on it oh yeah and of course um to date today so um apparently the vaccine group in japan um i kind of have contact with them um are coming out uh full on so we're going to take a look at that and so i think i'm about ready to dive in um perhaps feel be strategic with my uh vocal cords and maybe we can get through everything so let's uh let's do this oh yes of course uh just remind everyone that uh yes it is saint saint arafat day uh please 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 all those donos go to uh the mackie d fund and uh keeping the coal being shoved into the servers so that we can uh, we can uh, remain nimble of foot and quick of wit as we battle with the demons out there all right so let us do this all right it's working uh shout out good doggy for this one knowing isn't real i can't believe it's not scooby poo <laughs> <laughs> Touche, bro. <laughs> it's all Scooby-Doo-Doo. -doo. <sighs> oh, man. All right. Uh, let's see. GL says, COVID goes bruh in all Supervax countries at the moment. Infections all time high. Yeah, we're going to take a look at that um, a little bit. And, you know, we have to, uh, we have to do our threat assessment, right? And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's got a fake bike, right? Electric bike. <laughs> right. Um, let us do this. So if you've wandered in here, uh, wondering what's going on, um, I am a uh, legit, legit renegade scientist now as I try to help, help my flock navigate the... <laughs> Well, thank God it's not uh, Ukraine with their moonscape landscape now. Uh, so uh, so depressing looking at that. Um, um, but yes, that's me. If you want to find out about my uh, contributions to the scientific canon, uh, ResearchGate is a good place to go. PubMed, etc. You can see that I was a systems neuroscientist. I know my shit when it comes to neurodegenerative disorders and mechanisms thereof, neuropsychiatric disorders and networks thereof. It was my bailiwick, as they say. And of course, the most important tab um please 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 keep the doc in the fight and keep that uh tax evading blick in mackie d's uh hit that big blue button behind my head donate via your uh <laughs> usury cards gay pal make zog keep the doc in the war patreon.com uh buy me a coffee subscribe star cryptocurrencies of all manner accepted uh 
yes, uh, Discord or Gilded, but we have movement on that front. And of course, the register to be notified. And below that, um, if you wish to watch the stream, um, you can watch it there without uh, having to go to, uh, how should we say, Peter Teal's Rumble or I don't know who, who owns Twitch. Isn't that Amazon that owns Twitch? Bezos. Um, but with me, I'm, uh, how should we say, I, uh, I cherish your anonymity. Uh, let's put it that way. So, my vac sister just went through COVID, works at home. All the elderly and the workers there had it, but they neglected to tell her, so she didn't take any precautions, caught it. Seems to be fine again after a week, though, thank God. Um... Yeah, look, man, I'm wondering if I've got it with this sore throat I have. It's sore, it's painful as fuck. Um, maybe just too much vaping with uh, old coils. Anyway, um, all that uh, filthy lucre that you throw at the dock uh, gets fed back in to the uh, stream, our servers, our streaming platform. Live on demand there, you can watch as well. And um, we now have this instance this revolt server that we will we will build out it is a very very nice discord clone and we can uh bridge between them uh gilded discord etc but it will inject so revolt <laughs> what a name <laughs> stands up on our server architecture and then it injects a bot into discord or gilded so if they try to take out a uh well you're being a bit foul mouth lick spittle <laughs> you're using wrong think so um if they come for the cull your um your bot gets taken out not your discord account so uh very very nice simon simon deserves feeding just for uh, just for this gem that he's pulled up this week. So please, 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 um, we are working hard in the background to make sure that we can uh, work our way through <sighs> the 21st century minefields, as it were. So, all right, quick um, quick roundup of the global news. Um, I spent. Too much time looking at a war crime yesterday. I don't want to look at too much gore, but um, G7 shelves regular Russian oil cap reviews as prices soar, sources say. Um, it's, uh, it's not going well for Zog in this particular instance, or one side of Zog, let's put it that way. And, you know, they're probably... Wow, Twitch was bought for nearly a billion dollars. Holy fucking shit. Wow. Thank you for that, Kessel, Kessel stud. Um, The, so, yes, the, uh, the Wunderwaffen weapons are just uh, burning on the battlefield apparently there's been a uh, second challenger uh, gone up in smoke um oh down to the last bit of milk i should have got some before i started streaming it's the only thing that's helping my throat um so yeah 
the uh, all that uh, pain you're feeling at the pump folks the uh, the excess energy fees the i saw someone talking about where was it maybe it was in rumble chat I can find it but basically i think it was in germany where they're gonna well they're doing this in the uk as well right trying to force smart meters onto people threatening them with uh, goons to come and check their electrical appliances and state of housing etc 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 um i'll bet dollars to donors that those are all statutes and acts they will be uh, contracts rather than laws and they will just try and frighten you into try into accepting them and letting you let them into your castle don't do it ignore the knock at the door send the letters back no contract <laughs> just don't play their game um and eventually they'll move on and uh hopefully hopefully leave you alone i guess it depends how much you've uh irritated the state and the you know when you when you think about it this you know disruption of supply lines fuel increasing this um shutdown of environmental controls heating air conditioning etc all designed all designed to put pressure on your body being okay and uh, the more that break the happier they are and the more that die the more they uh, <laughs> they certainly don't cry but uh, rub their hands in glee with what's uh, what's going down at the moment um let's see aminium says they failed to mention the extra money the russians were getting from the ghost flotilla and mandatory insurance only from russian insurance companies um i don't know what that means uh the the russians were sending out ships etc and yeah of course why wouldn't they <laughs> i would who in their right mind is going to sit there and take orders from Globo Homo Zog representatives? These these aren't the economic hitmen of the 70s going round with their CIA dart guns. No, this is um, spineless, jelly-brained, woke, <laughs> you name it, bureaucrats, basically trying to uh fight a war and um trying to do it by basically shoving globo homo down everyone's throat and uh ruskies uh, aren't having it and you know again i don't know which uh i, I know i don't want to live under globo homo oppression trad family <laughs> oppression you know that being the uh the standard set by the state apparatus you know that's a vote winner for old kev <laughs> just call me old-fashioned but uh yeah i ain't um i ain't down with their rainbow propaganda and uh their penchant for how should we say fucking with people's banking because uh their cultural um 
Moors, their histories um, are ones of rejection. They have history where they, they've got a, how should we say, genetic memory of probably systemic civilizational collapse once they let Sodom and Gomorrah run amok. And there's a reason that it's a cautionary tale um, in the Abrahamic uh, scripts. So, um, yes, we'll move on from the oil, which was interesting. And this um, excellent bit of news, uh, Austria refused to extradite Ukrainians of military age to Kiev. This was stated by the representative of the Ministry of Internal Affairs of the country. Earlier, Kiev demanded that European states return to Ukraine the refugees who fall under the mobilization. 14,000 able-bodied Ukrainians aged 18 to 54 are registered in Austria. Now, you know, I'd like to really clap and cheer and uh, as Austria has done the right thing but actually it should be the normal response from these countries these are essentially conscientious objectors i don't mind uh, their europoid uh, far far better to be housing them than the third world um, who's coming in and uh, engaged in uh, the other the other dimension of these old globo homo war uh, which is the uh, the great replacement? Um, <laughs> you say, "Oh, that's conspiracy theory." Um, maybe, but I've seen it with my own eyes, and uh, you know, um, I think there may be some truth to it. Now, whether it was written by uh, whatever his name is, um, <laughs> some some off mix of Japanese and what have you, but the. The mass movement of, choose my words carefully, Indian subcontinent, sub-Saharan Africa, etc., into Europe has been a running problem since as far back as I can remember, people would be fucking grumbling about it, etc. And now it's um, it's literally Camp of the Saints territory and no one is doing anything about it. They want it. They want the chaos. They want things to implode. So I salute Austria, give them a clap, round of applause. But um, it's what the law says they're supposed to do. And any country in the EU that is helping Ukraine rounding up conscientious objectors are engaged in crimes against humanity. It's that simple. But the thing is, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more crimes against humanity. We've, uh, we've tried our best to nail the biowarfare scumbags and um, the this hotter phase that's coming i don't know how much um i can really add to it uh let's see no the law doesn't say that they are not running from the ukrainian government they are refugees not asylum seekers yeah as refugees they should be able to seek safe harbor in neighboring countries if they, especially if something like a war is ongoing and they do not wish to participate, 
and you know were this were this some um, good old-fashioned uh i don't know 17th century cannons and horseback on the fields etc maybe uh i'd be you know get out there and fight for your fight for your king and country but th that's not what we have right now we have um again this is uh <laughs> world war pedo and uh they're 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 swinging at you taking lumps out of you uh let's see if they want safe harbor they need to denounce their government activities well publicly on like youtube um don't they just have to go down and uh to the where would you do it at the police station um immigration office somewhere um let's see <laughs> Uh, Ukrainians need to stop bullying Europeans that for peace. Yeah, yeah. Europe has had enough war, right, to last it uh, a thousand years. Let's. Uh, it was kind of nice, the post Second World War, till the EU came along and fucked everything up. But um, you know, uh, maybe I'm getting a little emotional because you know I, I come from there. All right, um, moving on. And uh, what did I have? Oh, yeah. Um, I'll skip that. Oh, yes. Japanese uh, Professor Fukushima and other eminent doctors and academics in Japan organized a study group to investigate the post-vaccine problems caused by the COVID vaccines. Let's have a listen to this. Two minutes, 11, so I can have a break talking. I might not get the paper. I can feel my throat uh, giving out. Commander Rixi in the chat. Good to see you. 私、私の問題研究会のあの代表理事を務めている福島でございます。新国民ですね。私医師として、また科学者として、とてつもない今危機に直面しているあるいは危機が始まっていると認識しています。新種主義の危機ですよ。So for those who can't read, he's just basically saying I'm a, as a scientist, I've got to call out what's happening and the crisis has just begun um it may be a possibility it's it's one maybe it turns into nothing and uh we were all chicken littles for uh warning people etc um i i'm kind of oh i hope i'm following the precautionary principle and you know looking at uh, what I see and what I know, what I was trained to do. Um, yes, I see uh, I see problems right now. I've seen problems over the last three years and I don't see them slowing down in any manner. So, uh, Professor Fukushima, um, please. So he's basically saying that people can't get information, that it's being hidden by the Japanese authorities. Yes, I agree。幸福追求権、生存権をね、もう正面から無視し続けてるっていうこの政府の態度ですよ。絶対に許せないと思います。真面目な先生方はお手元に配りましたように学会でちゃんと症例報告等してるんです。それが何百とあるんですよ
basically saying uh, that the gene transfection technologies is not a uh, medicine, per se, and something else has happened as a result. Careful there, Sonny Jim, careful. Um, let me just uh, take that back a little bit. Um, Professor Fukushima is about to feel the full wrath of uh, Greenblatt and the ADL. How dare they? How dare they use the language of the eternal victims? Um, this is more like a holocaust caused by a bioweapon um, based Japanese. Um, I like it, but... Uh, <laughs> I absolutely guarantee you now that he will get called a... Uh, he'll get put up on the watch lists. <laughs> You're not allowed to use their language. Only only when it relates to them. Only they had a holocaust. Only they felt pain. Something very sloppy and half-baked was released on the world. I agree. Trillions of public money was wasted on that half-baked product. Oh, well done. Bit of English there by Professor Fukushima. Um, I agree wholeheartedly with the sentiments that he's uh, relaying here. これはワクチン接種を証拠国際分類でですね、国際を医薬品の記載を分類がありますと。それらの患者さんに適切な医療をまさに真剣に届けるべき時に来ている。今頃でも遅くない。直ちにね、全医師、全科学者はこのダイ
the past. Okay, you have to you have to take the totality of the data. You have to see that bio warfare was used against population en masse, and whether it was deliberate or not. Again, in the words of Commander Rixey, it is de facto bio warfare, and. What happens after they've used their silent weapons for quiet wars? Comes the loud pew pew weapons that uh, many a many a retard think that they want to do. As they put on all their tactical gear and um, think they're going to go and be Rambo, where they're more than likely just to step on a mine and uh, end up end up with a foot blown off and their leg resting in the uh, firm thighs of uh, Cirillo. <laughs> the, the poster tranny for the globo-homo war being waged against you. Um, right, what did I have next? I've forgotten. Oh, yeah, as I was getting ready, this is new. Um, now, look, this Spiro dude, um, he pushed people like Kaufman very early on and deliberately ignored or tried or didn't want to talk to me, right? Lots of, lots of people tried to reach out to him and, and say, uh, you should uh, speak with me. But no, he pushed the uh, the no virus grift for a long, long time, which is a shame. Colorado Newsroom, Dallas County officials have instituted a mask mandate at county buildings that deal with the public. Probate Judge Jimmy Nunn says the policy was put in place because of an increase in new COVID cases, both nationally and locally. Nunn says there have been also uh, some isolated. Now, okay. Um, public buildings instituting mask mandates, that's going to be the government. Um, I'm... And the government workers likely are going to have to comply. Oof, it's a tough one, man. Um, if you're employed by federal government, is your job worth uh, not complying? I, I, that's your choice to make. Um, right now, I think um, I would go with the evidence that at a population scale certainly the little paper masks do little with a um engineered highly aerosolizable agent and um you know it's it is what it is um <sighs> do not comply would be my um call to you right now um let them know that you know it's well the thing is you know if it's if it's bio warfare which um it probably is then well you can make the argument that what's that what's it called fergal fergal effect of the masks you can't wear masks um you can't expect all people to wear masks all day now i used to i used to do it um in my job but um you know, that was choice. So, yeah, it's, a, it's a, it's a, I'm surprised that they're trying to tell the truth and maybe there's some elements of truth to 
them shutting down so that they can use postal ballots for the next election, etc. I was watching RFK earlier saying that they won't do a primary to allow him to uh, to speak to the Democratic Party, to put forward his nomination, etc. The United States has turned it into a literal banana republic. It's what we would expect from, I don't know, those, those crazy South American countries uh, that uh, have tall mountains and grow exotic plants that Americans love so much. Um, I don't know if I want to, we need to watch all of this. Um, but yes, this is another report of uh, mask mandate. Um, we're seeing them uh, more and more now. I, I had a interesting. Who was it? To the lifeboats. To the lifeboats put forward a interesting premise, which is maybe, maybe they know that they've fucked everyone with respect to immunity. Right, so we looked at that paper. Oh, what was it? Heterologous responses in I want to say it was in children, but the yeah, you got a ramping up to SARS antigens, but to other um, common diseases, there was a decreased response, and maybe they're just trying to cover their ass in that respect. I don't know. Um, again, these are these are data points. You're right at the edge, and you're going to have to feel your way around them. And it's easy it's easy to say, "Oh, I'm not complying." But when all those windows that you're looking at the screen on there, you probably there's four or five people in there that are dependent on going in there every fucking day and doing some miserable BS bullshit job, right? To to feed their children. Yeah, in, in this particular instance, probably pushing uh, Globo Homo. Uh, <laughs> turn turn the kids, uh, turn the kids trans. Uh, Drastic went through the lab non-security issues, and the Chinese state even addressed it. It's old history. I don't know what that means. What are the odds that China just deliberately released this bullshit before it was ready? It's half-baked product, figuring out what the US was up to to destabilize the West. Again, here here are my four suspects. U.S. Five Eyes Networks countries. Ching Chongs. K26R Israel non-signatory of the biowarfare legislation. Um, and they have a signature in it, which it looks, looks suspicious. And your corporate WEF types and all of uh, all of them mixing some combination of them that's that's what I think happened maybe it was just uh, a accident and um, but the way things have been pushed and the direction that we're going the bigger scheme of things the uh, the hot wars etc I think I think there was a lot of planning that went into this and maybe I don't know. I mean, I've listened to people say that Trump was a, a spanner in the gears and um, they were forced to push ahead earlier than they were anticipating. But we know that these programs, the Agenda 2030, etc., the the cutting out of all these um, 
staples of our existence. And yeah, there, there is this Club of Rome depopulation vibe to everything right now, being honest. I can't dismiss it as a hypothesis right now. And if, if the premise about biological warfare is real, then yeah, for sure they're trying to um, limit populations. And in their mind, they may have been doing it legally because uh, they just shunted you into uh, a post-COVID state and sent you to your grave 10 years earlier than uh, 10, 20 years earlier, depending on how it manifests. Um, maybe, maybe. The hits on fertility maybe um, was a baked-in program. These, are, uh, these are, are data points that we have to keep watching and accessing and making sure that you're not, um, you're not getting spoofed or sidetracked and getting taken advantage of. And um, that's why I guess we're going to have to look at Scooby... Scooby-Poo. Um, <laughs> now... I watched this earlier. I'm only going to spend a few minutes on it because it's just this. There's a degree of autistic lack of self-awareness with um, with Cooey. <laughs> I mean, well, the bit I want to get to is just that he's basically after shitting on Christy and the presentation she gave last week he's literally asking for her help this week <laughs> well at the same time um pointing at those of us who have been um at the forefront trying to figure this stuff out and uh subject to accusations of like i say that we're running uh hundreds of like he'll lump everyone in together on his little stupid diagrams and um you know myself and charles are in there with um robert malone's etc and um only cooey has the way and um it's it's demonstrably false what he's arguing and we'll just take a look at that so uh i'll do it you have to take it at 1.5 speed because my voice is not so hot i'll end up sounding like cooey and um the yeah i want to get to the science but let's have a look at this um drama queen um <laughs> throw a pitch and again miss the target with respect to what's actually happening with respect to the data the science that's coming leading us in 2020 um one of these insiders who spoke out but a little too late um and spoke out with a little too little clarity uh, a little too much mixed messaging um and as a result we didn't really get anywhere until 2022 with regard to teaching people the truth um and i just think that this is going on ad infinitum where Again, people that spoke up too little too late, with too little of the details organized, with too little of the message ready to go, um, were put in front of people by fake censoring them, by very publicly eliminating them from LinkedIn, by very publicly taking away their ad revenue from YouTube, has resulted in the catapulting to fame of these, what I would call fake dissidents. People who are protecting the core of the narrative while pretending to speak out about a limited number of things in a carefully crafted dialogue that's really not the yin and yang it presents itself to be. 
and the misleading things that they did over the course of those two years by not really understanding the biology or misrepresenting it resulted in all the damage that we understand as the atrogenic murder, the the system-wide malpractice. You see, and again, um, when dealing with an ideologue, right, everything has to be, everything has to be iatrogenic. Um, I would say it was all and more. And you can't, that line of reasoning doesn't explain the sustained all-cause mortality that we have right now. Was what's put up on his screen used to shunt everyone into like I say I, I'm if it's all vaccine etc but that that was the goal that they were aiming for and when you peel back the layers the fundamental toxicity is a protein prion like assault and if you're not detailing all those um, aspects and you're focusing in on one individual instead of groups, entities and organizations as threat actors, um, you're misleading people. You're not, you're not relaying a clear scientific argument rationale for your statement. Practice that resulted in the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people in the United States alone. <laughs> and everybody... So he's he's tinkered with it now, and I used to be down here, and now Charles is up there. I'm up there, right at the top, and Andrew Huff is in there, and now RFK is half in there. So he was acknowledged the half in there, and preponderance of wait, death. The only people who knew anything is, uh, what's his name? Denny Rancor, uh, what's this dude's name? Oh, I've forgotten. During the course of the last... <laughs> the ex-Pfizer guy. Yeah, it'll come to me. Wolfgang Wodak and uh, the Zelen Zelenko. And the... <laughs> the fact... Again, um, Zelenko was arguing that there was... A virus and a pathogen that's how he made his name that he was treating this circulating virus um i think jay's uh appeal here is a little, it's a little inaccurate and yeden mike yeden is the uh, pfizer guy and um he's literally saying that there was no uh no p pathogen that we didn't see before or have before and i think that's an inane position to take when um there's so much molecular biology and um validated scientific approaches to pointing out uh, th these agents um in in Cooey's jelly filled brain it was they sprayed some particles over new york city made it so that some people got ill, force vented them, and then uh, everything, everything and everyone was vented and uh, murdered with remdesivir. Uh, I, that, that doesn't hold up to what we've seen and what we continue to see right now. And 
trying to argue vaccine virus etc you're arguing in the past you're looking in the wrong direction and you're not looking at the threat actors and the fact that uh will not name anything beyond an individual like uh robert malone tells you that his intentions are less than uh honorable shall we say last three years has essentially been ostracized to the yellow middle here where nobody really pays attention to you and tries to misconstrue you as being in the far left corner, which is the no virus corner. And while the no virus people are capable of selling books and hundreds of thousands of views on many of their videos. And you try to court their attention for months and months and months and months. Trying, trying to ride the, uh, the wave of, uh, well, stupidity, basically. But, um and making lots of money uh, selling supplements and the people in the red zone are making millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars selling <laughs> is that is that why i'm at the top me and rixie are earning uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> every month holy fucking shit again that's a very very inaccurate assessment of the state of affairs and if someone can't be accurate in one thing then you have to wonder about their accuracy in other details so um i'm not uh you bored again giving jc plonker airtime well i wanted to because he's basically um he's going towards uh christy in this little um diatribe now I'm, i can't i'm not sure where it is maybe we have like another five minutes or so before he says it but i want to frame what he wants to say with this this fucking nonsense right and um supplements and subscribers to substack meanwhile the few people who have willing to challenge the idea that maybe it wasn't a scary virus, maybe it wasn't a gain-of-function virus, maybe it was just the protocols, have been relegated to anonymity. Um, if you're saying it's just the protocols, okay, you have to demonstrate that everyone walked into the hospital healthy and had their lungs blown out and their kidneys fried, okay, for no reason. How did people get in the hospitals in the first place? there's no answer there or it's just oh it was just common uh, pneumonia or uh, influenza etc and completely ignoring the molecular the testing and like i say once once you're demonstrating disease state in primates that's a done and dusted deal for me okay there's an there's an agent there that can cause harm and we don't know what the interaction is between that virus and the gene transfection technology which is filling your body with amyloidogenic peptides in all organ systems that will kick off all types of inflammatory uh, autoimmune type responses and is a type of disease process that few are ill-equipped to deal with, let alone even understand.
And so today I wanted to look at a lecture by Robert Malone, which he provided us gracefully on his Substack, and just look at what information he provides and what information he doesn't provide. And I'm going to play it at about 1.5 speed so that we don't have to spend too much time on it. I hope this can be about a 45-minute video and I can still get to bed on time. I really think it's important to understand that we have to have faith that pursuit of the truth and pursuit of the sacred biology in the sense of understanding what it is we can't know, the, the complexity which is beyond simplification, is where biology is interesting, where the rubber meets the road, and where you see that what is given to us over the pandemic is... And where Cooey, again, misses the target, not, not slightly, but by a mile. Um, he refuses to accept that uh, prion disorders are literally that, that they're, they're down at the the core what's that movie tomorrow never comes the tom cruise thing <laughs> like the 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 mother alien controlling uh, everything else as they come out the uh, the sands of dunkirk um but, uh, this oh this uh, pseudo new age spirituality being spewed out onto the screen how irritating this complete mastery of the immune system complete mastery of human physiology is really just a a, a thin, transparent sheen of the illusion of understanding, hiding a gigantic mystery that is God's creation, unfortunately, for everybody who doesn't want to acknowledge it. We don't understand biology in a way that you can represent as mastery. And the idea of intramuscular injection of any combination of substances to usefully augment the immune system belies a mastery which we do not have. So, you know, not to be picky or anything, but... Um, you know, there are some interventions. Again, you do a cost-benefit analysis and um, you figure out whether it's worth taking the product at hand. And, you know, rabies shots tend to work if you uh, get them on time and uh, your body will pick up a reaction before the virus manages to uh, traverse the neurons and uh, get into the spinal cord and brain. Now, is is that something that we should just trash because of the sweeping statements that <laughs> Dipstick here is saying? Like I said, there's, there's so much wrong and it's, it's like an appeal to emotion. That's what he's doing. And again, I guess what he's, he's playing up to the anti anti-vax crowd that that see things in black and white even even his uh, pseudo mysticism is a black and white poor facsimile of what it is we're actually dealing with oh christy in the chat um Speaking of cost-benefit analysis, with Proteus Mirabilis infection I've been fighting, I had to go on rounds of risky antibiotics. They came with scary side effects, but we had to do it. Well, uh, that, that belies an arrogance of understanding with respect to the biology. How dare you go and treat your, uh, your infections with... Uh, chemicals and interactions we barely understand shame on you and i believe as long as we keep telling the truth here on giggle and biological everything <laughs> what like me and charles earning hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs>
He's going to be just fine. And I'm very sure that that's one of those truths that a lot of the people in the middle of this diagram are starting to come to the conclusion of. So a lot of the people in the middle of this diagram, uh, so that would be, of course, Jay, Binder, Nick Hudson, Denny Rancor. The rest are all uh, narrative controllers just milking you, milking you for uh, <laughs> for subs and sub stack space. Now, yeah, I could point at a few of them, but there are some of us that have been hammered hard with respect to uh, censorship and um, limits of reach such that, uh, yeah, I ain't raking in all that filthy lucre. I wish I had a uh, Robert Malone reach, but um, I don't. And um, him trying to sort of group people into this because actually what happened is is he missed pathological mechanisms. And because he missed them, he has to now dismiss them. Okay, because what it does by having to admit to them, it shows that he was wrong. Of that intramuscular injection of a combination of substances to usefully augment the immune system is a mythology. It is a pipe dream, and it belies a level of mastery that humans don't have over their own immune system. But as long as you control the, carefully control the conversation and craft the narrative in such a way, craft the arguments in such a way so that there is no way out, so that you're either a crazy person or a crazy person. Or how about just wrong, scientifically, and analytically, when looking at these networks? How about that? <laughs> how about you just being fucking retarded? Uh, Infinite Density says, um, we have things that work. Are they perfect? Probably not. There is an old Japanese bladesmith proverb. Stick with what works and work from there. Um, yes. JC has a high self-regard. I could never listen to more than five minutes at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His um, his ego pumping that he does in this lead up to, um, well, it's not slating Christie. He slated Christie last week and shit all over her presentation for the Vijon um conference where literally you had 15 minutes to lay down the uh, the issues that we were dealing with and uh, oh god that was all wrong it was all wrong for uh, for Cooey and you weren't speaking about the right things you weren't speaking about the right things the uh, the majesty of the immune system and how we should never 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 tinker with it by uh, putting in uh, vaccine technologies now you know the issue with gene change infection um i don't consider that 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 looks like a weapon to me it, it, as four years into this I, it's strictly in the weapons category if you're expressing amyloidogenic peptides or they're forcing you to in, to express amyloidogenic peptides what was that chomsky was smart until lakoff blasted his linguistic shit out of the universe Chomsky is a nothing burger, not one quote in 2023. Um, Johnny says, Random Bosch, the emergency phase of the pandemic is now beginning. Look, I sit very much with Random Bosch right now. Um, I think he's been very on point. Um, the issue that you have is just 
what's the timing of this stuff? And if you say something, then everyone expects it to happen um, right now. And it's been a, uh, as you would want from this type of deployment, a slow burn, an incapacitation, a uh, non-COVID related death that you don't know what to do with and you're having to shunt them into different categories to hide the data from um, from a suspicious public right now. Then it seems as though there's something happening where people are having a useful debate and they're coming to a conclusion and so essentially social media and television results in a Milgram experiment and you are the focus of it. You feel like you're surrounded by person after person after person with the same opinion and person after person with the same counter opinion. So it must be that A and B or the yin and the yang are the two arguments that we should talk about. And but we can, we can quickly analyze your argument and see that it fails and stops at a, at a very short point in the process that we're dealing with right now. It was, it was all just uh, New York uh, ventilators that put us into this situation. And then the unleashing of uh, remdesivir. And again, that seems a one-dimensional approach to looking at what we have seen, the data that we do have. And they're both making persuasive arguments, and either one you choose, you lose. That's what this group of people is all about. That's what this is all about. Uh, Johnny, um, you are able to send requests, um, but uh, you know, send a shekel or two if uh, if you want your um, if you want your requests. So um, and no one has. You're all K two six Rs today. No one's no one's fed Simon. <laughs> He's gonna go hungry this week. That's what the intellectual dark web is all about. That's what the feud between. Sam Harris and Brett Weinstein is all about. It is this idea that they're pretending that there are two very smart people with two very understandable opposing views. And we have been tricked. Wait, wait, now I can do this. The Jew. The Jew is, is engaging in, uh, what's it called, pilpul. <laughs> to distract you whilst uh, they uh, scuttle off into the distance. And again, um, if you can't name the enemy properly, you'll know uh, you're no good in this fight. I'm afraid. Into believing that one of those two people is right, and that they're taking care of the argument better than we could ever take care of the argument, so we might as well uh, better than you can. Uh, that's for sure. Climb our chair, grab our bowl of popcorn, and wait until Brett and Sam figure it out. And this is sort of what the Scooby Doo is all about. They wanted you to believe that you were watching in real time the system at work where Rand Paul was carefully exercising his congressional oversight over, over Tony Fauci and the NIAID, and slowly but surely the truth came out. And we have figured out that Ralph Barrick, in combination with funding from Tony Fauci and USAID, have funneled money into the Wuhan labs and funneled technology. So that's all, that's all fake and gay now, is it? <laughs> the uh, the biowarfare medical countermeasures industry is just uh, a nothing burger it's all smoke and mirrors all right technology and methodologies into the wuhan lab that ultimately led to a leak that spread around the world for four and a half years and those are the basic group of people that we should be blaming for this 
everybody else was taking advantage of a situation that was, albeit a crisis, what else are you going to do? If they don't take advantage of it, someone else was going to. And I guess we're supposed to believe that Robert Malone is just kind of a guy who, after not getting his technology... And uh, you weren't riding that crisis. Um, you seem to have rode it quite well off, um, after pulling out the knives and uh, stabbing Charles in the back and landing yourself uh, a job with uh, Children's Health Defence. Um, like I say, uh, the two coquo argumentation from Kuyitz. Oh man, like, like I say, his lack of self-awareness. It, it, it's truly, it's truly autistic Spurg level. Technology selected has decided to be as forthcoming as possible about what's going on now, seeing as he no longer has any conflicts of interest, I guess. So I think this is the main boom message that we should be giving off regularly, and so I'm going to try and start my streams with it all the time. Transfection is not immunization. Intramuscular injection of any combination of substances. Um... <laughs> He should uh, declare about conflicts of interest and put employed by Children's Health Defense at the bottom of that statement if he was to be scientifically honest. But he's not. Okay. And um, intramuscular injection is not a valid means of immunization is a broad sweeping statement when, again, facts on the ground would say, you know, sometimes you might need it. Again, I'll just stick with the rabies uh, for now. But um, again, this th this approach that he's taking, he's trying to do a slick uh, pitch in an elevator, as it were. And so it's important to pick apart where he is being intellectually um, dishonest. Now, transfection is not immunization. Yeah, I'm down with that. Transfection in the current environment looks very much like a uh, biowarfare binary component to a very, very slick uh, weapon that was released from the molecular to the sociological. Um, someone knew how all those mechanisms worked and deployed it. It's not a yeah, tetanus is another one. <laughs> <laughs> uh company Nom says think Jicky was docked on docked on Twitter today. Um maybe, maybe not. Um Who cares? <laughs> I mean like it's not like Jicky is wrong. What are, what are they going to do? <laughs> you sir. You sir keep bringing scientific facts and data that make us uncomfortable. Expel! Get back in your kill box. <laughs> a valid means of immunizing your or of immunization it's not a valid means of augmenting your immune system and my <laughs> i just realized he's got some sort of uh space laser nuclear explosion going on there or uh, a missile warhead coming down um <laughs> foot nukes aren't real <laughs> my guess is that any of the cover bands that are attempting to distract you um, from watching or listening to my work are not <laughs> that's uh when he's talking about cover bands he's talking about myself and commander rixie as uh we often we often pull apart his nonsense as i'm doing it now how much have we got into 30 minutes and about now he talks about christy not going to cover this slide ever and if they do they'll cover <laughs> <laughs> we never cover that slide um it's something i speak about Every fucking day!
what's this? Chili Davro says, John F. Kennedy Jr. seeking to enjoin defendants Google LLC and YouTube from using their medical misinformation policies to keep two specific videos of Kennedy off their platform. Um, well, I, I was uh, taken down off YouTube, but I don't know as a non-US citizen whether I'm allowed to... Um, to partake but um yeah i had uh many many accounts taken down for uh quote-unquote medical misinformation just at, at the beginning because i would talk about neurotropism and the effect it has on the brain that's how much they wanted to control the dialogue in such a way that i hope that anybody that's taking the time to really try and figure this out can see through their transparent act <laughs> Rather than uh, your transparent slide with uh, out your conflicts of interest uh, on it, etc., etc., and um, the list of where intramuscular injection may be a valid means of immunization, you know, that type of transparency. Because that's all it really is at this stage. It's a transparent act. It's a whine about he won't talk to us. He won't consider our ideas as. It <laughs> We've seen his ideas and everything boils down to people. It was just people killed in hospitals. No explanation of how people got into hospital, etc. No explanation of what's killing people right now at uh, excess rates. What's what is it that they're pulling out uh, and finding with the circulation? Hmm? If we weren't arguing about this stuff directly, on the same screen for months and months in 2020, when all of the biology was the same, when all of the previous biology was the same, when all of the advanced immunology was the same, and when we knew even less about the swarm, even less about the, the replication competent to replication incompetent ratio, even less. He still hasn't grasped the uh, utility of um, subcomponents being there to augment viral infection. The CD147 um, binding of the nucleocapsid protein that, you know, the cell makes in massive, massive abundance that gets released. That gets released uh, probably either as free form or wrapped up in vesicles, etc. Um, again, he doesn't understand the pathophysiology. Um, <sighs> and people, people are paying now for his expertise. Holy shit. And so it's really extraordinary where we are right now. We are, we are at, the, at the front of the cave, and we're holding the flashlight. Everybody else is following us. And so it's, while it's tempting to look back and see how they're experiencing the cave, we're, we're here now. And it's going to take a lot of people a long time to realize that we're right about this stuff right here. It's <laughs> Literally, follow the shoe. No, follow the gourd. Follow the shoe. He's leading out the cave. It's going to take a lot of people a long time to realize it, but it's okay because we're at the front of the cave and we have the flashlight. So we need to keep walking and we need to keep moving. We need to keep leading the way so that the people who, who dare to follow and, and, and aren't distracted by the people who are waving their hands and saying, no, 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 it's right here. It's amyloid. It's ah. So again, like I was saying earlier, because he missed that particular aspect, right? It, he has to dismiss Whereas 
what we have once once you're um on target with a scientific hypothesis etc you build more and more data supporting your premise your um your initial conjecture um what kui has here again is a sort of new agey appeal to what getting out of caves whilst making sweeping statements about medical interventions <laughs> okay if you want to follow that i guess it was all it was all just uh an illusion no uh no agents were released or forced onto people and uh the adverse events that we're seeing that include amyloid prion like cascades can be uh, completely arrively dismissed blissfully dismissed you can just go go about your day and uh, not worry about prion specific amyloidogenic epitopes circulating in those pathogens and in the gene transfection shot still those people are all covering up for the fact that transfection is not immunization and trying to lay down a mythology where the virus See, th this is this is a strong no one no one that i'm in contact with says anything like this so again he is um he's making a or casting aspersions onto individuals and saying trying to imply that they've said stuff that or or are not saying stuff that would concord with his worldview. Everyone that I know has stuck their neck out because of that goddamn transfection technology. Chris does the same things that you would expect a transfection to do. The many bouquet of things that you would expect a transfection to do, all underlying the misfolding of protein. I want to hear that bit again. So, um, suddenly the misfolding of protein is important. Is that, is, I didn't, I didn't grasp that. The bouquet of something and the misfolding of protein. Um, so we, we're to avoid amyloid, but to focus on misfolding of protein. That's some real joined up thinking there, if that's what I heard. The many bouquet of things that you would expect a transfection to do all underlying the misfolding of protein and so it's really rich to me right so he's saying he's saying that it does cause amyloidosis there are amyloidogenic peptides <laughs> holy shit man golden clone calf on a pedestal <laughs> Yeah. Wow, I've got to listen to that bit again. Right here. It's going to take a lot of people a long time to realize it, but it's okay because we're at the front of the cave and we have the flashlight. So we need to keep walking and we need to keep moving. We need to keep leading the way so that the people who, who dare to follow and, and, and aren't distracted by the people who are waving their hands and saying, no, 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 it's right here. It's amyloid. It's those. Sorry. It's no, 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 no. It's right here. It's amyloid. People are all covering up for the fact that transfection is not immunization and trying to lay down a mythology where the virus does the same things that you would expect a transfection to do. The many bouquet of things that you would expect a transfection to do all underlying the misfolding of protein.
Yeah. Yeah. That's what the science says. Dimwit. Again, um, no, no scientific data to back up what he's saying. Just an assertion. Just an assertion that's trying to feed into uh, the children's health defense line, which um, he's not put on his slide when he's staying or stating intramuscular injection is not a valid means of immunization. Um, I think that's, uh, again, <laughs> that can be countered very easily. Transfection is not immunization. I, this one, I agree. Uh, transfection is, um, well, I don't know, poisoning, I guess, um, toxic attack. The Japanese fella had it right. And so it's really rich to me that they would argue very early, before anyone could possibly have any idea about this, that the virus, for which there is no evidence of real spread in the all-cause mortality numbers... The <laughs> so, literally, there's no virus right now. So all that stuff that they keep detecting in wastewater, etc., and uh, <laughs> all that, it's not real. It's not real. It was all just, uh, it's, it was sustained iatrogenic assault on people. Um, again, uh, the data doesn't um, match with that. Was there, was there overzealous venting at the beginning? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure they did that. Absolutely. Um, I don't think they're doing it now. And it doesn't explain the massive increase in all-cause mortality, um, especially in younger groups of other diseases that we can place firmly at the feet of amyloidosis. And amyloidogenic peptides from the virus or the gene transfection are essentially interchangeable. You can do the analysis on them. The virus is responsible for amyloidosis and prion disease, when in fact I think the paper that they cite oftentimes with, with Luc Montagnier is a paper about the vaccines. No, that's not that. So he doesn't even know the papers that we're citing for this work. Nystrom, Natal, Tets and Tets. There's a whole slew of papers which have looked at the amyloidogenic properties of the SARS virus for Tets and Tets and Nystrom were the first and I was probably the first to just be speaking about it publicly why because that was my fucking area of expertise <laughs> I used to aim for it in monkeys I've got data from a monkey that's gone through it the only one in the world <laughs> she wasn't transfected Where did his hippie wife owns a strap-on shitting bull ass get his Alinsky tactical pickle souffles? I don't know what that means. I barely in blank walk. <laughs> Try typing it again. Um, the whole childhood vaccination schedule needs to be scrapped. The US schedule is fucking bananas. I admit, right? That's, um, I don't know what I had as a kid. Um, measles, probably. And a couple of others. That's it. And TB when I was in my teenage years. Um, what they do to kids now in the US. Yes, that is fucking problematic. That needs addressing. And it's a consequence of corporate overreach. Um, 
you know, leading leading to harm. And you know, I'm. There's a discussion to be had about you know the uh, adjuvants, the just even if you took out the adjuvants, just the fact that you were poking so many um, different antigens into uh, critical areas could cause problems. Okay, um, all this I think is taken for um, oh, it's a given for me, and you know again it's hilarious because. I was working in that domain where we were, why were, why were kids developing these tick-like disorders? And the, everyone would say, is, is it possible that it's vaccines? And, you know, there's interaction with, um, they're called uh, PANDAS, which is pneumococcal associated neurological development disorders something like that associated disorders um and yeah this is this is a um area that i'm very very familiar with and you know what did we what was the working hypothesis as to why those networks would misfire in children such that you got these abnormal motor and neuropsychiatric effects and one of them was just that you've triggered some degree of inflammation at some point you might and it even without vaccines it might be that you came into contact with i don't know some what's a whooping cough for example something like that some and inflammation is kicked off the networks get primed and then the next time you have a state like that where you have a debilitating pathogen it just tips the person over and because of the developmental state of the networks it sort of imprints on it and then you get the um the strange behaviors or, or tourette-like behaviors but for him to be claiming that we know um nothing of this that suddenly he's found <laughs> fallen a god <clears throat> It's not about the virus. It's not about people getting COVID and then developing Krausfeld-Jakob. It's about... But that has happened. That's in the literature. So we're to, we're to ignore that? Again, if you're ignoring science, you're not developing the most accurate picture that you need. You're trying to fit to a narrative that you want to push. All those elements are there. The increase in neurodegenerative disorders are there. Long COVID, I will wager, is neuroinflammation and early onset protein misfolding. And the brain is struggling to um, bring it under control. Some people do, some people don't. What we need is a digital vaccine pass to monitor side effects like RFK Jr. suggests. We need the tried and tested sensible interventions back in public production facilities with proper oversight and compensation if something bad does happen. And vaccines need to remain voluntary to begin with. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm just, right now, I'm just a little bit leery about um, all seeing um, tech absorbing 
all data at the moment. It seems a critical <sighs> foundation in where they want to go. And I don't think we have in place yet the legislative protection for um, humans on this planet with respect to corporations and voracious data um, acquisition. On people being transfected, I believe. Maybe even people being transformed, depending on what form of the of the uh, introductory vaccines they've got. They may have gotten an adenovirus form. In which case, I'm not even sure if that's transformation or transfection. I can't remember what's in those anymore. So you know the deal. This is the way we're thinking right now. This is what we 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 are pretty sure has happened. That it was an elaborate scheme. Um, and the elaborate scheme, once it started, it couldn't be stopped because everybody. <laughs> no virus. Involved with it had a had a vested interest in not stopping it. Um, that seems to be the case. So let me see how I have this set up. How do I have this set up? Is this over here? Yes, it's over there. So we're just going to go like this. I'm going to click like this and like that. And there he is. Look at him. And we're just going to start the video and I'm going to start taking notes and we'll see where we get. Hi, this is Dr. Robert Malone. We're going to discuss a little bit about the nature of what is being widely discussed as lipid nanoparticles, which some people are calling nanobots or programmable self-assembling particles. There's been a lot of different language used around the nature of these uh, formulations. Let me go back in history, and, and just to uh, put a pointer on it, the uh, patent over my left shoulder is one of many that came out of the laboratory work that Jill and I did back at UC Davis, in which we developed, uh, synthesized, purified, and formulated a wide range of positively charged fats, otherwise known as catech lipids, and developed formulations of these and tested them both for research purposes and then also to test in animals. So we have a, well over a decade of hardcore developmental work involving this technology that people are now calling lipid nanoparticles. Uh, deep experience, many issued patents, many uh, peer-reviewed publications. Uh, we're bona fide experts in this area. So what I hope to do now is to disarm a lot of the fear that's been promoted around this and give you the information so that you really understand at least the first level what's going on here let's start back in the mid 1980s which i i think is a um he's, he's right to try to explain to the public what's happening um as scientists you may not get it right and you may have to keep repeating again and again the same thing till eventually it clicks with some people but um yeah, well, I, I don't see any issue with him describing um, his involvement in the development of these lipid nanoparticles. Yeah, somehow this is uh, problematic for Cooey. 80s. At that time, there was the development of a technology that was... So I'm not sure if you caught that already, but he already said, um, he already said, Jill and I, we, 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 and he says... We have experience and we are bona fide experts. And I find that just a little weird because I don't think she's on all of those papers. I don't know if she's on the patents. She's got a PhD in like psychology or something else that she did with somebody else. It's strange. Um, it makes it feel as though, was she going into the lab with him all the time? Was she experiencing some of the same PTSD from his supervisors because she was doing this work with him? It's strange to me that he uses those words. Um. <clears throat> The simple fact is, is that, yeah, he does have a bunch of patents behind him. <laughs> and I'm presuming that uh, it's not all HIV, GP120, and um, he has done some work on lipid nanoparticles. Very exciting. A lot of that development happened in the San Francisco Bay Area in general um, at companies like the Lipisome Company. In development of liposomes, these are small, you can think of them as uh, spheres of double-layered lipids that were fats. 
that have charges on their surfaces, typically negative charges, or they are neutral. And they form little bubbles. And inside those bubbles, you can trap drugs or other things that you might want to deliver to tissues. And it was discovered that you could make these little bubbles of fat and produce them in such a way that inside the middle of the little bubble, you would be able to put drugs like doxorubicin that were otherwise toxic or would be cleared from circulation uh, by the liver. And you could formulate these in certain ways by using things like polyethylene glycol so that they would stay in circulation in the blood and would distribute to certain tissues, particularly tissues that have unstructured uh, vascular beds, so uh, unusual blood supply that's disordered, which is a characteristic of cancer in particular. And so it was discovered that you could use these little bags of fats, made by fats. If you can think of a Ziploc bag, the plastic would be akin to the fat, but these are very small. They're typically in the range of hundreds of nanometers to a micron, or maybe a little bit more than a micron. A micron is 1,000 nanometers, just to get the nomenclature clear. And you could make these little bags of fats akin to a Ziploc bag and put in the middle of them uh, materials that... So I have a little, I just have a picky thing that I would love it if somebody like Christy Grace, with all of her great expertise in lipid nanoparticle manufacture and formulation, would clear up. It feels very weird to me because this shape in biology is a phosphorus. There it is. There it is. After uh, shitting on Christy last week, he's appealing for her help. Um, like I say, his um, lack, his, it's autistic, his level of self-awareness. Literally. Literally. Um, I think Christy gets a mention further on. Lipid. So you have a phosphate group at the top and then you have lipids coming down here. Um, I'm not really sure. It feels weird to me. It's supposed to be like a hydrophilic, a, a water-loving head on top of a water-fearing tail, hydrophilic and hydrophobic tail. And that's why the hydrophobic parts go together here like little spaghetti, and the hydrophilic parts face outward where the aqueous solution is here and here trapped in the middle. So I sometimes get frustrated with the way that he talks about it because he calls them fats, and... It's more complicated than that because he's trying to simplify it for the general public, Cooey. Fucking hell. I, I mean, okay, you can tell them they're phospholipid bags. But then you've already put a technical barrier there. Um... you wouldn't call a phospholipid bilayer fats and so while he's trying to tell you that there's positives and negatives or positives and neutral it really actually is positives and neutral and the neutral non-polar so um he, he's describing it right then you you're being picky uh for nothing you're you're just being fucking pretentious for the sake of it is what's hydrophobic it's afraid of water it doesn't want to go into water because water is a polar solvent yeah well, i'm gonna get picky it's not afraid it's not afraid it's just a it's just part of the nature with respect to balance of charge explain it right Cooey. water has a very negative end and a very positive end and it arranges in a lattice because of that a lot of the properties of water in fine film are a result of this highly polar aspect of water some of the magic properties of water that we don't yet understand. No magic now. <laughs> in its smallest quantities are due to how it arranges itself in a crystal lattice, even a liquid. And it's because of the polarity of it. And this is part of the reason why these phospholipids form these spontaneous self-assemblies. It is to create a lower energy level 
with this polar solvent out here and polar solvent in here and these very neutrally charged, therefore not easy to dissolve in water parts, are protected by the parts that are well dissolved in water, the positive phosphohead. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense, and I hope I'm helping you to get clarity from something that otherwise you would not have clarity from because Robert Malone is not that good of a teacher. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was just some some pretentious dig there because uh, in Robert Malone speaking in layman's language, I wasn't a right approach for Cooey. <laughs> he should have been describing phospholipids and had the diagrams there with... Uh, hydrophobic hydrophilic heads hydrophobic tails you should do it out with all the little angles of the carbon atoms and uh... and the reason i think malone is doing this um video is because of that kingston woman who completely lost her fucking mind about nano self-assembly yada 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 when yeah it's it's a property of these um i won't call them macro molecules can you call them uh, I, I tend to think of proteins as macro molecules gracie is a uh, phospholipid a macro molecule i don't know it's like the it's like the in between space between atoms and so the backstabbing increased jesus now on to christy well yeah he's been um doing it for a few weeks and again it's because people are not buying his narrative you just you just watched a um logic pretzel torsion emerge as he tried to dismiss amyloidogenic sequences from viral particles and say that it's all amyloid protein misfolding is a thing but you could only think about it in terms of gene transfection that's just fucking retarded i've got a priori evidence from a animal that has gone through this process um this is a uh, ridiculous ridiculous line of thinking and again if you're unable to if you're hypothetical model cannot encompass as the broad range of data and you keep missing it means that you're wrong and if you're not making corrections when you're wrong it means that you're being deceptive but i'm not criticizing his teaching skills tonight might be to talk no you just did or otherwise uh, not that you wouldn't want to have in your general circulation because they might affect your brain or your heart or other things and make it so that they would circulate and, and extravasate um, leak into extravasate. that have disordered vascular beds like cancer and so this technology became a leading uh, very exciting new field for delivering of chemotherapeutics and, and many other agents so those are classic liposomes now there's another form of lipids that can be produced and are used more industrially for instance they're used in a lot of the soaps and detergents that you use to clean your dishes or to uh, do your laundry these are my cells my cells typically have a charged molecule attached to a single chain fat whereas liposomes are typically formed by a charged molecule attached to two fats that hang down and those two fats interact with other fats to form the outer and inner lamina of a liposome in my cell we typically have only one fat and you can think of my knuckles as the charge and so in this picture it's apparently according to robert's description not very well drawn because here we just see a micelle composed of the same phospholipid uh building blocks but then without the aqueous core 
um, it's not clear to me whether or not that's totally true, but it may be, for example, that phospholipids with a single um, with a single fatty acid on the bottom, a single fatty acid chain may make it more likely for them to form micelles. I don't know, um, but let's just listen. And so those will form little tiny droplets of fat called micelles. They're typically much smaller than a liposome, and they're very useful for uh, detergents uh, and a variety of other things. Now, oh, God, this is taking too long. I should have wrote down the timestamps when he was uh, talking about uh, Christie, but um, he. <laughs> Like I say, uh, his level of self-awareness is um, Spurg. Spurg level. I've got other stuff that I want to do, and um, the I got to I got to feed that blick. And I want to say uh, there's been some some that have uh, chipped in. Uh, one is anon, and I want to say to flag. You can have a, uh, what should we have? I'll do, uh, what's his face? That is me. Uh, I am a legit scientist. All published and shit. She. Alright, um, maybe I'll do a, um, deeper dive stream with Christy on let's see Christy lipids are a class of macromolecules when they are non-polar and hydrophobic thank you thank you um Stephanie Seneff during a presentation part at the Vegan Health Conference commented on Christie's presentation applauded her work JC is not even close to Dr Seneff caliber to assess Christy um yeah and like I say he's he's swinging around crazily as like you saw it around the amyloid issue there's no way that uh, viral epitopes can be amyloidogenic the only way that you could get an amyloid cascade is through gene transfection it's a completely warped sense of the molecular biology and the and the infection cycle is <laughs> is I don't know how to sort of hammer home that viral impact was the one of the leading causes or, or leading hypothesis in my field with respect to Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and a few other neurodegenerative conditions, and and it evolved, it evolved into the um, propagon prion hypothesis and you know the difference being that some amyloid or, or prions are more reactive than others i would wager and again it would depend on the individual as well um maybe someone can take a whole whole brunt of prp protein and uh, um be fine um others may be more susceptible and you know the simple fact is is that we have a you, you can't just say oh that's definitively parkinson's disease and that's definitively alzheimer's disease there's often a lot of crossover as the brain begins to um degenerate. you had enough oh it's never enough not when i have to feed simon on uh, on a friday I need more. Uh, 
Let's see. Maybe JC wants to be Vincent Rancinello and mislead people for massive corruption. I, I, I don't know what he's doing. Um, white love kung fu with the pesos there. You, sir, deserve a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a dose of uh, actual masculinity after uh, after Cooey. All right. Um, so other good news today. This uh, U.S. quietly terminates controversial 125 million wildlife virus hunting program amid safety fears. Nice. Like I say, anytime we can take these programs down, um, great. That's a win. The problem is, is that they'll keep it on the down low for six months, name it something else, put out the calls for the grants and people like Anderson and the Eco Health Alliance will pick it up again and uh, carry on the same old, same old that we've uh, come to know and love. But don't worry, follow Cooey and you can uh, be uh, in a lazy river of bliss that it's, uh, it's all fake and gay. That, maybe if she'd made a really whizzy slide deck in PowerPoint, JC wouldn't struggle to appreciate the quality of elucidation offered by Christie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've always been somewhat of a purist with um, PowerPoint. I don't want to... Uh, I, I try to sort of keep white. White slides, black writing, etc. Um, I don't know. I was always told don't... Um, don't overcomplicate your slides. Well, I don't know. I went to, I went through a different education, obviously, than the Kiwi. <laughs> One that made a spine. <laughs> uh, let's see. Inspector Plonk says, I think they did find that mad cow disease victims had a specific genetic profile. Yes, this wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, like I say, people thinking that biology would be all or nothing, right? So you get exposed to prions. You may be one of those people with a particular genotype that woof, it, it takes you out and you have a diagnosis of new variant Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. Whereas other people, we know other people would have been exposed to that prion-like material. Um, I was eating it growing up. Um, I didn't develop new variant Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, but maybe it's manifesting in other ways. Who knows? Right? This, these are again very, very complex questions, and the sweeping attestations made by the likes of Cooey misses the nuance, misses the bigger picture. And right now, I would argue, as things are getting more and more pressing, right? That if you're still going back talking about, oh, they killed a bunch of people in New York with ventilators. We know this. We reported on it at the time. 
Carl Siddell is a hero for standing up and saying we're we're doing something wrong. And actually, a lot of the issue was was that because of the type of blockage in the lung, that the settings that you would use for normal like fluid on the lung pneumonia was too high a pressure. What was happening was that the capillaries were getting blocked because of the um, systemic coagulation. And so that was causing the problems. And, you know, the there are, there are many, many possible reasons for why you may not come out if they intubate you and strap you down to a bed. Um, it's the it's the action of last resort. Doctors would rather keep you awake, um, even if you're groaning, etc. They'd rather sort of have you at that level than constantly having to be monitored, etc. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's some who get a kick out of. Uh, some sadistic kick for you know we live in a complex world um not not one of uh <laughs> cartoon characters spinning around <laughs> but i think this is great news and um if this was a result of an investigation by the bmj i salute them for that i haven't had time to read it but i did um i did tweet out this report as uh, i thought it was of interest now um the winter season is nearly upon us and are we that there are a number of scenarios which could play out and we won't know till we get into the winter seasons and right now we have in the mix a very very unpredictable variable which is that they've gone and gene transfected people and caused, I don't know, his tolerance, the right word, I guess. Right, the, the class switching has caused tolerance and the virus, if Gert van den Bosch thesis is correct, will find a way through, through that, through the targeted um, immune response, get past the um generalized i guess he calls them antibodies and then basically becomes um very very dangerous and he argues for those who are vaccinated maybe um i wouldn't i would defer to him he's the he's the expert in that domain I'm happy to talk about protein misfolding and neurodegenerative conditions, etc., and modeling it in monkeys and what have you. Um, the complexities with what's happening at a population level because of the approach that has been taken and because we are probably forcing the variants. Um, We should, I think, still be paying attention because we're in this environment where we have. Um, I'll finish the milk. God damn it.
we, we're going to have these interactions, these amyloidogenic interactions in the, con in the environment of a dysregulated immune system. We don't know what that looks like. Well, maybe it's a sort of expansion of the current state of affairs where we're seeing these excess deaths emerge that are non-COVID. Now, if you listen to Gerd van den Bosch, you'll say that these are a consequence of um, autoimmune and immune dysregulated states. Yes, I, uh, that, that and protein misfolding go together like um, a hand in a glove. Okay. Um, so, right now, this variant um, BA286, I'll just, um, they tested against known antibodies, known um, vaccine-induced antibodies and monoclonal antibodies, etc. And they showed that they were ineffective. In fact, think back to Vincent Rancigello and Peter Daszak sitting there in some conference. Peter Daszak saying, well, we know that you can't, um, the, they evade uh, antibodies, etc. Um, now, you know, this is, is there some innate immune response still going to be there? Is everyone going to be subject to it? Again, I think biology is too complex in that respect, but I would brace for casualties like we've been seeing. And it may emerge as disorders that you wouldn't normally think of as being a consequence of what they call a respiratory virus. Um, respiratory is just one route of uh, infection into the individual. We looked at that short paper with monkeys where they did um, aerosolization, corneal um, infection, bronchiola um, swabbing, um, nasal swabbing, etc. They did all those um, routes. And what was their conclusion? That the neuroinvasive properties seem independent of the route, I guess. That, or, or, or it was decoupled from symptoms, severity. And so even a mild infection in a test monkey could develop this... Well, in this instance, they were looking at piriform cortex and amygdala. And yeah, it makes sense to look there. That's where um, the, I, would, I, I was pointing to because it's, it's part of the olfactory network. And right now, people are getting reinfected all the time. And if this is something that's an impact on those who have been gene transfected more than those who have developed a robust natural immunity, we still have a fucking problem on our hands. What do we do? The billions of people got exposed. 
So what's what's our threshold for saying? Oh, hang on a minute. This is uh, <laughs> when can we when can we forget the early intubation deaths and start worrying about if we see the increases in deaths, which we are seeing in cancer data, for example, or neurodegenerative data. Now, you know, the neurodegenerative, you can say they're the older end of the spectrum, but the long hauler phenotype, I would argue, is a consequence of the assault on the brain. Inflammation, again, how much protein misfolding was going on will depend on the infective dose, which epitopes get through, etc. There's many, many com complex interacting variables that would be virtually impossible to fully track. It would be hard to track even in a, a, a monkey where you've got some degree of control and you can say, okay, this, this we're aerosolizing and in a aerosolized setup, you, you're going to hit eyes, ears, nose, mouth. Um, we don't know. That's, that's the simple question. And my hope is that people just take the appropriate defensive postures right now. There's nothing you can do about the circulating variants. They're out there now. And they don't go as, as predicted, as predicted by the tenets of uh, immunology and epidemiology etc etc this idea that you'll get waves and then it goes up and you if you make the intervention it never goes back down and so now you've got a circulating n not network but um a set a seeded environment of these multiple disease-inducing, pathology-inducing mechanisms being pumped into the environment, whether it's from the viral epitope. We looked at Nystrom et al., and we saw that there is a prion protein-specific epitope in SARS-CoV-2. It's not there in any other um, human coronaviruses. We know that they have amyloidogenic sequences, but no one has done the studies to say, oh, HCOV targets PRP. No one's done that yet. It should be done. I hope someone does it. We need, to, we need the answer to, is that PRP specificity a unique feature of SARS-CoV-2? If it is, then it points to... Um, an offensive capability that's hidden behind the most obvious bits of their engineering. Oh, we'll, we'll freak out about furing cleavage sites, etc. Uh, but if you don't know about these amyloidogenic peptides, again, they get fragmented and um, go around the body. I don't know. People should be saying, I don't know a lot more right now as we sit and wait and try to gather data. Um,
Comfortably Numb says, I've worked IC for, for years with vents and patients in an induced coma. Yeah, man, look, that's a, that's a serious skill, man. I mean, I would intubate monkeys and... But that would just be for a day, right? Day of surgery. Stomach feeding or something. Nasogastric feeding. But, yeah, that, um, that whole business of maintaining someone in a... Um, induced coma, basically. Oof, I wouldn't want it. Uh, let's see. I wonder how much of the zombie apocalypse in places like Philadelphia and San Francisco is some sort of vaccine injury versus drug-induced injury. So uh, here's what I would try and encourage you to do. You have to look at, think about it at population scale and then think about attrition rate from chemical warfare which is what you're seeing very much on the streets of the US versus biological warfare versus, you know, I don't think your average fentanyl fan is going to be lining up to get uh, gene transfected somehow. But all this mix is exerting pressure on delicate systems. And if you're not looking at the whole picture, then you're basically getting in the way. <sighs> 402. Going two hours. I'm not going to get to that Herve paper. I want to do it in one go. Uh, I want to thank you put this up in the uh, Telegram chat. So this is uh, Adverse Event from vaccine and you know these are serious insults on the brain um can the individual recover yeah maybe depending on age etc and how long it was before they detected that there was a problem but there there is an issue and as much as we see issues in the brain with respect to gene transfection, I can find just as many case studies from SARS that has, uh, well, the SARS infection has a, a lot of the time a very unique profile in that it's, it's attacking the areas where the olfactory bulb is heading to. And... Um, you could see it a lot. You saw it early on. And I haven't seen anything that would cause me to change my mind. And the... Does anyone know if these variants have SARS RNA or if they're just cataloging variations in Spike? Um, there has been full sequencing being done. Um... did I do with that?
the simple fact is that they tend to focus on spike, but they do report mutations in other other regions. I've I've seen this. Um, Orf six has been um, talked about um, somewhat. Did have it somewhere. God damn asking the difficult questions. This one. Yes. So um here's a link to well, it's not that BA two whatever. Symmetry. And, you know, it was <laughs> those amyloidogenic sequences are still there. And there's one there that is of concern, that it is reactive, specifically reactive to human prion protein. <laughs> if, uh, if you want to ignore that, be my guest. Um, I would suggest that you give yourself optimal chances such that if you do get exposed that you can shake it off as quickly as possible ah, you want a medicine cabinet of all all manner of uh tools that you could potentially throw at it and we've gone through time and time again the degree of symptomology is no indicator of central nervous system neuroinvasiveness. It's canon now. And then the question becomes, well, well what does that lead to? Is it, is it um, five years before we really start seeing people um, keel over? And uh, <laughs> 20-year-olds uh, looking like they're 80? I don't know. I, I don't know. No one's done this experiment. We're doing it right now. We're doing this huge gain-of-function experiment on billions of people by gene transfecting them, having this agent circulate, and giving nary two fucks as to the long-term consequences. And at least thankfully now, um, the hospitals have gone up the learning curve with respect to how they should be venting um I, you know i wonder how many that were struggling with breathing were going in and suffering from brainstem dysregulation and you know that was one of the first things that i would i would try to explain to people even got reports of people saying that they had to consciously breathe the automatic component of it was dis dysregulated 
and maybe a lot of the people who got put on these vents, the brainstem just didn't recover. Maybe that was the problem. We don't know. And the fact that they haven't done autopsies or, or looked, etc., that's a crime against humanity. Uh, isn't it time to count sheep, Kevin? Um, yeah, it is. And I haven't got to fucking herves and prions. It'll take me two hours to get through it. I'm hoping uh, Commander Rixie is going to be uh, set up with internet line and um, full full comms for um, some joint streaming. Uh, I've missed him. <laughs> um, let's see what else I had. Um, Oh, this was another COVID-19 uh, neurological symptoms after COVID-19 vaccination, a report on the clinical presentation of the first 50 cases. I think I've looked at this um, paper before, but um, the you can't take this as a data point and ignore all the viral data points that cross over. Sorry, that's not that's not good science. I'm afraid um, that's the sign of a um, it, it's if you know, especially if you know, right, that there's a countervailing view, a different hypothesis, um, and you're not discussing it and showing in your data why you think it's wrong. Um, I would be very, very skeptical of that individual. Okay, and I can tell you from three, more than three plus years of interaction with Cooey that he went to extraordinary lengths to avoid the issue around brain invasiveness. Now, something like this on the screen, which is long COVID associated with vaccination. That's an impact on the brain, but is he going to list? Is he going to look at that data and not the other? Again, that's um, that's not an objective analysis of the data set in front of you. Um, I would sack that person from my lab. Uh, don't listen to these ne'er-do-wells. Do you do diligence and get incubated this coofing season? Come on, Klaus needs his Spanish filler. <laughs> okay. Can it be a crime against humanity when the humans have mostly lost their humanity, compassionate, sympathetic? Yes, of course it can. Um, The idea to vax first responders did more damage to the country than a nuclear first strike. Yeah, but that's that's part of the doctrine. That's what um, Joanna Dinert explains so eloquently. That in formulating how best to leverage 
a pathogen. You could release SARS-CoV-2, it could rip through a population, cause a cause a difficult flu season, like the bits of data that Cooey shows in the first year. That yeah, you see um, these deaths and you see the long hauler, etc. But in order to maximise impact, you go in and you hit first responders and military with a secondary component a binary component and in this case literally using gene transfection in a labile particle that can go through every organ in the body um i'm again until someone can prove to me that this is not a malicious act i'm going to keep talking as if it is i'm going to keep pointing at people that i think are responsible or, or could potentially be responsible and i'm going to point at people who are being um less than honest in their presentation of the extant data it's that simple um let's see andy rock says our military first responders and nurses have all critically declined um i've heard this a lot um i really hope not um, but again, when Charles was here, right, you know, and we first night in Hiroshima, he gets a call. Two Marines down with cardiac issues. In a week, that never happened before. We know about that there being excess deaths at many um, bases, uh, military wise. Now, is it thousands? No. But something happened. And again, it comes down to, well, okay, um, you got through it relatively unscathed. Um, what are you going to do about it? That's, that's what you should be thinking right now. And um, once, once you've been able to laze and look at the, um, the threat, actors i guess for want of better expression um you're then in a better position to be able to move around or take as limited hit as possible with their attack vectors and whether it's government overreach or corporate malfeasance or some other entity it could be fucking space aliens just know that someone's taking swings at you or shots at you. There was a there was a clip um Good Doggy played. Maybe I'll I'll go out on that. Um it's from oh, what's that Steve Martin movie called? I forget now. The retard or something. Something like that. The jerk. <laughs> <laughs> This is Cooey. Dead sinners! Say your prayers, half-breed! Hey, Harry! Look at this! What's the matter with these cams? Guy, milkface! <laughs> these cams are defective! They're stinging leaks! <laughs> Come over here and look at that! Listen, you better run for cover, you're gonna sprinkle leak! 
I think that's a good place on which to which to finish this stream. Um, <laughs> Christy asking about is Robert Malone's knowledge outdated? You know, that's something that I sort of worry about, right? You've got to be in the game to be, maintain your edge, as it were. And uh, I'm, I'm retired now and uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not in there sweating over a hot monkey. So, you know, again, you're in a situation where you're going to have to do your best to pass as much data as possible to try to build out as accurate a picture as possible and the QE thesis is just full of fantastical thinking and there's far more far more harmonious descriptions models of what's happening um all right uh let me just see if i've got all the chat just see 
Poor Simon. He he's he's going hungry today. <laughs> if we manage to uh, raise for him. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, more damn beans. Um, yeah, I made a hundred bucks. All right, uh, more damn beans. Uh, you can have a uh, sad and drip, sir. Uh, stop that one. <laughs> That's one. That one's a bit too edgy. Uh, where's my sad and drip? This one will do. I'm fighting wild! is a bitch actually I let me just see what this link is um uh. so for years now it's been utterly pointless to tell far leftists and really when i say far left i just mean really the left now because that's what they've become but it's been utterly pointless telling them to be careful what they wish for because they refuse to listen until it's too late and even after it's too late most of them still don't listen, but you do get a few who come to their senses, like this lady, vice chair of Minnesota Democrat Party, who advocated for dismantling police, gets violently beaten and carjacked. Well, yeah. I saw that uh, story and her blood was uh, more convincing than Cirillo's ketchup on the chin and the uh, pristine, the pristine cartoon bandage on the cheek. Uh, you know his um does a a good job on Twitter, Janie say, where she she sort of builds out these um people's, especially took by the shot. I want to see if I can find one. I, I boosted, I boosted, I retweeted one today. Um, just look for my retweets. Um, but it's amazing that you sort of see this um <sighs> karma is it karma i don't know um in a way i kind of feel sorry for people who are so trusting of uh global homo corporate um one I've been shot series <laughs> ratatata score drill tooth I just got my first five shot now sitting here waiting to see if I drop lol lol I just got the second shot don't tell me this <laughs> 
May 29th, 2021. You're endangering everyone, Lixville! <laughs> By not getting the vaccine. What about the ones who want to get it but can't because of health issues? So they depend on a mask. Meanwhile, you're convinced the government is trying to track you. They're tracking you through your phone. Dumbass. Oh, that bit's right. I have no pity for anyone who refuses to wear a mask or get a vaccine. They want to be little whingy bitches when everything they need is right. There then, screw them. I don't suffer. Stubborn idiots. July 3rd, 2021. I laminated my vax card and so tempted to connect a lanyard to it and hang it round my neck in public. I still wear a mask because I don't want to pass the virus on to others. Hashtag respect. As a statement, it pisses me off that I have to breathe the same air as the stupid people. <laughs> October 14th. Well, according to the public knowledge, children are immune. It's up to the parents to get their kids vaxxed or make them wear a mask. But, oh, wait, they don't want to get the vax, vax themselves. So, basically, they're not only guilty of possible murder, but also child neglect. Um, Jan 5th, 2022. Ding, ding, winner. I believe that, too. He sent a vaccine and other precautions. So, in essence, protection was sent, but many allow their pathetic pathetic political nonsense views cloud their judgment doesn't have a date oh. october 21st 2022 i only got the first two vax okay good very happy it's mild sounds like what i had only issue i have now is a dry cough and my temp goes up to 99 100 at night no idea why i'll be praying um that would be the dysautonomia that would be yeah <laughs> most likely uh amyloidosis in your uh brainstem <laughs> September 3rd, 2023, health update. I have lymphoma, a mass between organs in my chest and in my abdomen. have to get a surgery to get another sample so it can be staged, during which I am having my lung drained and a catheter put in to keep it draining. A port for chemo is being placed as well. <laughs> Happy it's finally being done, but the seventh can't get here soon enough and treatments start right after, I hope. <laughs> Oh man, I, I I said I shouldn't laugh, but I I see so many of these. Um, uh, da, 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 da. let's see, Janie Sase. Yeah, I think that's the name. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna call it quits. Sorry for not getting to herbs and prions again. Um, kind of got sidetracked. My voice is uh, giving out on me. So um, thank you for those that uh, fed the bleak. And um, I will see you in the next one. Um, I don't know. Maybe Christy or uh, Charles, if he's got his internet, wants to uh, hop on. <sighs> All right. Take care. God bless. And... Uh, See you later. Bro, you don't know how angry hey. I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these peppers. I will fucking kill each fucking